If we don't have it, your baby doesn't need it. The tone of voice gave me my first hint that I was in trouble. Maggie grabbed two push carts, shoved one into my stomach, put on her game face, and said, Come on. Midway down the first aisle, I was in way over my head. We bought diapers, wipes, pacifiers, a tether for the pacifiers, bottles, nipples for the bottles, liners for the bottles, bottles to hold the bottles and keep the bottles warm, cream for diaper rash, ointment for diaper rash, powder for diaper rash, a car seat, blankets, rattles, a changing table, little buckets to organize all the stuff we just bought, a baby bag, extra ointment cream and powder just for the baby bag, booties, a little hat to keep his head warm, and little books. About halfway through the store, I quit counting and just said, Yes, ma'am. To Maggie, every detail, no matter how small, had meaning. She must have said, Oh, look at this, or isn't this cute, a hundred times. When we reached the checkout counter, we were leaning on two ridiculously overflowing carts. Some marketing genius had stacked the most expensive teddy bears right up in front. Only a blind man was without excuse. Maggie, wearing a baggy pair of denim overalls, batted her big brown eyes and tilted her head. In a deep, whispery, and all-too-seductive voice, she said, Dylan, this bear's name is Huckleberry. I just laughed. What else could I do? I loaded up the truck and started to breathe easy, thinking the damage was over but we didn't even make it out of the parking lot. Just next door to Baby World stood a maternity clothing store. Maggie, the possessed power shopper, stalked the racks and piled me high for over an hour. When I could no longer see above the heap of clothes in my arms, she led me to the changing room, where, for the first time in my life, a woman actually told me to come inside with her. Maggie shut the door, slid the latch, and pulled her hair up into a bouncy ponytail. Over the next hour, my wife modeled each item of clothing while I marveled. The only light was a recessed 40-watt bulb above her head. But when she turned, lifted the ponytail off her neck and whispered, Unzip me. The light showered her 5-8 frame like Tinkerbell's pixie dust. It fluttered off the blonde, fuzzy hair on the back of her neck and the sweat on her top lip, over her square, tan shoulders and down into the small of her back along her thin hips and long runner's legs, and then finally swirled around the muscular shape of her calves. God, I love my wife. From shorts to shirts, pants, dresses, skirts, maternity bras, nursing bras, six-month underwear, nine-month underwear, jackets and sweatshirts, the fashion show continued. As she tried on each item, Maggie stuffed the eight-pound pillow inside her waistband, put her hand on her hip, leaned forward on her toes, and looked at herself in the mirror. Do you think this makes me look fat? Mags, no man in his right mind would ever answer that question. Dylan, she said, pointing her finger, answer my question. You're beautiful. If you're lying to me, she said, raising her eyebrows and cocking her head, you're on the couch. Yes, ma'am. Leaving the dressing room, Maggie shone in full, glorious, pregnant woman glow. $327 later, she was ready for any occasion. Life had never been more vivid, more colorful, as if God had poured the other end of the rainbow all around us.
Rows of cotton, corn, soybean, peanuts, and watermelon rose from the dirt and formed a quilted patchwork, sowing itself with kudzu along the sides of the old South Carolina highway. Ancient gnarled and sprawling oaks covered in moss and crawling with red bugs and history swayed in the breeze and stood like silent sentinels over the plowed rows. Naive and unaware, we rumbled along the seams while Maggie placed my hand on her tummy and smiled. At twelve weeks, we went for the first ultrasound. Maggie was starting to get what she called a pooch and couldn't have been prouder. When the doctor walked in, Maggie was lying on the table with a fetal monitor velcroed across her stomach, holding my hand. The doc switched on the ultrasound machine, squeezed some gel on her stomach, and started waving the wand over her tummy. When she heard the heartbeat for the first time, Maggie started crying.